ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय रीडिंग फ्रॉम द भगवद गीता चैप्टर सेवन एंटाइटल्ड एज नॉलेज ऑफ द एब्सोल्यूट नॉ दिस पर्टिकुलर सेक्शन ऑफ द भगवद गीता इज द एसेंस ऑफ द एंटायर सीक्रेट स्क्रिप्चर गीता इज कंपेयर टू अ सैंडविच नाउ वॉट इज द मोस्ट इंपॉर्टेंट पार्ट इन अ सैंडविच द मिडल पोर्शन इट इज द मिडल पोर्शन दैट गिवस सैंडविच दैट वैल्यू दैट नेम वी नेवर से ब्रेड सैंडविच वी से चीज सैंडविच वेजिटेबल सैंडविच लाइक दैट सो द एसेंस इज मोस्ट इम्पॉर्टेंट सिमिलरली गीता हैज एटीन चैप्टर्स the two layers the first six chapters and the last six chapters they are like those two bread pieces but in the middle the middle six chapters are what the gita is all about they give true meaning to the essential message of the gita the first six chapters are entirely dedicated to karma yoga the last six chapters gyana yoga but the middle six chapters they specifically and exclusively focus on the most important science that is the bhakti yoga which is most intimately related to us the souls it deals directly with the soul although the first six chapters are sometimes uh, put into one section as karma yoga but not all the six chapters are talking about karma yoga very few verses krishna has explained dhyana yoga bhakti yoga sorry karma yoga or karma kand and in the last six chapters also he has spoken a little bit about gyana but most of those chapters also are ending with emphasis on bhakti yoga and specifically chapters 7 through 12 are entirely exclusively devoted to bhakti yoga this is where krishna brings out his heart so this is the essence and we must listen to these chapters very carefully and try to internalize and apply in our life to get the real rewards now starting with text number 1 2 3 of this chapter what are these verses talking about modern thinkers often have a notion of proving everything empirically experimentally and rejecting anything which cannot be directly perceived by our senses while this may seem a logical objective and rational approach it does have its inherent limitations why because we have imperfect senses and how do you understand things those beyond your immediate perception there could be things beyond our uh, beyond what we can perceive also why should we think that we are the center of the universe and how do you pre- prove them for example if we wanted to find out what is bbc showing us tonight the most obvious approach would be to consult a tv guide and then you could subsequently verify by actually watching the programs in other words we can't depend on our sensory experience to provide all the answers accepting a higher reality 
फ्रॉम अ प्रॉपर अथॉरिटी एक्सेप्टिंग अ सुपीरियर गाइडेंस ऑलवेज ओपन्स अप न्यू अपॉर्चुनिटीज टू एक्सपीरियंस द ट्रूथ डिरेक्टली ना इमेजिन इफ एवरीथिंग कुड बी वेरीफाइड बाई अवर ओन परसेप्शन वाई शुड बी सेंड अवर स्कूल चिल्ड्रन टू स्कूल एंड कॉलेज वाई शुड बी हैव एजुकेशनल इंस्टीट्यूशंस दैट मीन्स लर्निंग इन वॉल्स हियरिंग फ्रॉम अ सुपीरियर अथॉरिटी सो कृष्णा बिगिन्स दिस चैप्टर बाय स्ट्रेसिंग द एब्सोलूट नेसेसिटी ऑफ हियरिंग फ्रॉम स्पिरिचुअल सोर्सेज फ्रॉम द बोनाफाइड टीचर्स टू अंडरस्टैंड यूनिवर्सल रियालिटीज एंड दिस इज नोन एज द डिसेंडिंग पाथ ऑफ नॉलेज दैट मीन्स वी हियर फ्रॉम सुपीरियर्स ऑन दिस पाथ एंड दैट्स हाउ वी गेन नॉलेज सो लेट्स स्टार्ट विद द रेसिटेशन ऑफ द वर्सेज Text one, Krishna continues with the same theme because he ends the sixth chapter, the last verse, talking about who he thinks is the greatest yogi, somebody who engages in his devotional service, thinks of him within. He is the greatest yogi according to him, and he continues with that theme, with with that theme, in this chapter and the remaining five chapters as well till chapter number twelve. Shri Bhagavan Vacha, text one. मय्यासक्त मन पार्थ योग युंजन्मदाश्रय असंशय समग्रमास्यसि तत्शुनो द सुप्रीम पर्सनैलिटी ऑफ गॉड हेड सेड नाउ हियर ओ सन ऑफ पृथा हाउ बाय प्रैक्टिसिंग योगा इन फुल कॉन्शियसनेस ऑफ मी विद माइंड अटैच टू मी यू कैन नो मी इन फुल फ्री फ्रॉम डाउट द लास्ट वर्स ऑफ द सिक्स चैप्टर कृष्णा सेज योगिनामगतेनात्मना श्रद्धावान्जते युमा समय युक्त तमो मत वन हु वर्शिप्स मी रिमेम्बर्स मी सर्व्स मी विद श्रद्धा विद फेथ दैट इज द ग्रेटेस्ट योगी फॉर मी एंड नाउ कृष्ण कंटिन्यूज एंड नाउ हियर हाउ बाय प्रैक्टिसिंग योगा इन दैट कॉन्शियसनेस बाय प्रैक्टिसिंग दिस टाइप ऑफ योगा दैट इज भक्ति योगा वन कैन नो मी इन फुल फ्री फ्रॉम एनी डाउट otherwise krishna is the greatest mystic he is the greatest mystery even the great great munis yogis after performing tapasya for thousands and thousands of years cannot understand him but he is understood only when he wants to reveal himself and he reveals himself hims to us only when he is pleased with our devotional service he doesn't reveal himself to gyanis or dhyanis or karmis or karmkandis He only reveals himself to his bhaktas, devotees, and therefore engagement in the devotional service, that is bhakti yoga, is the easiest, quickest, safest, and surest path to know him, as he himself explains. And Krishna now is going to explain the supreme knowledge uh, about himself. As I said, we can only know him and the mystery behind this creation of his only when he reveals it. it's a revelation and is going to give us that revelation he says gyanam teham savigyanam idam vakshyami asheshatah yaj gyatva neha bhuyo anyaj gyatavyam avashishyate i shall now declare unto you in full this knowledge both phenomenal and numinous this being known nothing further shall remain for you to know now he's saying that whatever he's going to speak in this particular section 
this is the ultimate and absolute knowledge once you know this you don't need to look for anything else you would know everything and this is a very very special type of knowledge which is not uh, received which is not uh, gotten by anybody utilizing his material senses this chapter is known as the knowledge of the absolute absolute refers to god and the such kind of knowledge cannot be perceived with material senses one of the names of god or krishna is adhokshaja adha akshaja somebody who is beyond the material senses so somebody who is beyond the material senses how can he be understood by the method of experimentation which involves our senses so only when he reveals himself just like if you want to know about my favorite food my favorite color my favorite place to visit you can go on guessing you can judge based on how i look what i speak but ultimately the most perfect source of knowledge is when i speak about myself my, my likes and dislikes and whatever i have made i have created the creator knows about his creation more than anything else more than anybody else and now krishna is going to reveal the truth about himself because unless he reveals nobody can know him he says very important verse of the gita text 3 of chapter number 7 मनुष्याण सहस्रेशु कश्चिद यतति सिद्धये यततामपि सिद्धानाम कश्चिन मावेति तत्वतः सो इफ यू फाइंड इट इज वेरी डिफिकल्ट टू अंडरस्टैंड गॉड और सम पीपल हु थिंक दैट दे कैन अंडरस्टैंड गॉड एंड दैट्स वाई दे हैव दी एरोगेंस टू फाइंड फॉल्ट्स विद हिज एक्शंस टू जज हिम बेस्ड ऑन वॉट ही हैज डन देन फॉर सच पीपल दिस वर्स इज वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट कृष्णा से इज out of many thousands among men one may endeavor for perfection and of those who have achieved perfection hardly one knows me in truth that's how rare it is to understand god so we should never ever judge god's activities because we cannot understand with our limited sense perception our limited intelligence so when you hear about a particular pastime leela of the lord particular activity performed by the lord and if you find it very very weird strange so instead of becoming arrogant oh he did this he did that we should become humble thinking that oh i am so fallen i am so less intelligent that i cannot understand what the lord has done and why he has done it so instead of becoming arrogant we become humble knowing that we can't understand him we don't know him fully and then second step is we go to somebody who can reveal the truth to us So Krishna only reveals the truth about himself and his activities to his devotees so we should approach a bona fide devotee of the lord who can explain things uh who who can explain the tatva the truth behind his appearance and activities which he has already mentioned in chapter number 4 are divine not mundane so we should not try to impose our mundane consciousness on god's activities so only a very very real soul can understand him So it's very very special. So we cannot judge living on a surface. We have to go deep. Now Krishna is going to explain further knowledge about himself. That is the absolute. Bhumirapo analo vayuhu kham mano budhire vacha ahankara iti yame bhinna prakritir ashtada. Earth, water, fire, air, ether, mind, intelligence, and false ego all together. 
these eight constitute my separated material energies now if somebody has a question who has made this world or some people think this has come into this world this world has come into being by chance to them this is the answer earth water fire air ether mind intelligence and false ego everything present within the creation is made up of only these eight elements earth water fire air ether mind intelligence and false ego the first five are the gross elements and the intelligence and false ego and mind they are the subtle elements so and then these are material elements in the next verse krishna says aprayam apariyam itastvanyam prakritim vidhi me param jeevabhutam mahabaho yayedam dharyate jagat Besides these o mighty armed arjuna there is another superior energy of mind which comprises the living entities who are exploiting the resources of this material inferior nature he is referring to the souls that means us so the creation is uh, made up of only these elements either earth water fire intelligence mind ego false ego water ether five gross elements and then but these are matter these are elements they have no power of their own so to move them to uh, make them active we need the presence of the soul so that is us so the creation is running with the combination of these eight gross elements and once uh, gross and subtle elements and then the spiritual element that is the soul that is us So, uh, so suppose a table in your house it's matter unless the soul moves it it cannot move unless we uh, move it it cannot move so soul is required the body the body is matter made up of uh, earth water fire air ether then the subtle body made up of mind intelligence false ego but it has no consciousness unless the soul is there so soul makes it move and krishna says all these both categories both two categories of um energies etad yonini bhutani sarvani ti upadharaya aham krishnasya jagatah prabhavah pralayastha he says whether it's the gross the subtle or the spiritual all created beings have their source in these two natures only that means everything is made up of these two only these two energies which he just described and then now he gives his verdict of all that is material and all that is spiritual in this world know for certain that i am both the origin and the dissolution he says whether you talk about the souls or you talk about the gross and subtle elements that is matter i am the origin of all of it and i only destroy them at the uh, time dissolution souls are never destroyed but krishna then removes them from the material platform so they are unmanifest for a long long time so but behind everything krishna says i am the cause people have been struggling to find out the origin of the universe the cause behind this creation here he is he is declaring and if somebody has any doubts then please go through all the scriptures of the world and come up with any one personality who has made this claim the divine personality that he is the origin of the universe 
only krishna has and he's been accepted as such by the great powerful saints of the past ramanujacharya madhvacharya shivallabhacharya vishnu swami like that yamunacharya so they are the authorities and here krishna himself is declaring that he is the origin and dissolution of everything lord brahma has explained ishwara paramah krishna सच्चिदानंद विग्रह अनादिरादिर्गोविंद सर्वकारण कारणम ईश्वर परम कृष्ण देर आर मेनी ईश्वर कंट्रोलर्स बट द सुप्रीम ईश्वर द सुप्रीम कंट्रोलर इज गोविंद कृष्ण सच्चिदानंद विग्रह ही हैज एन इटर्नल बॉडी ब्लिसफुल फुल ऑफ नॉलेज अनादिरादिर्गोविंद ही इज द ओरिजिन ऑफ एवरीथिंग बट ही हिमसेल्फ डज नॉट हैव एन ओरिजिन some people ask a weird question if god made everything who made god that's a weird question by definition god means the creator of everything so the creator of everything cannot have a creator if he has a creator then the creator should be addressed as god so god by definition means he was there when nothing else was existing he is the origin of everything and everyone that exists in this world so this question is wrong he is the origin and the dissolution of everything and then brahma says sarvakarana karanam he is the cause of all causes without his sanction we can't fulfill our desires we may desire but we have no ability to fulfill those desires unless he sanctions so he is the ultimate doer he continues explaining the truth about himself it's a very very special knowledge that krishna is giving and uh, which cannot be figured out with blunt material senses and it is so blissful that the lord is now revealing himself to us the truth about himself in his own words mattah parataram nanyat kinchidasti dhananjaya mai sarvam idam protam sutre mani gana a very beautiful analogy he gives he says a conqueror of wealth there is no truth superior to me there is nobody above him and everything in this creation rests upon me as pearls are strung on a thread beautiful so just like people challenge if god is there show me no baba just like if you see a beautiful necklace you glorify it and it is so systematically done but what is holding those pearls together what is making this pearl beautiful it's the thread but is the thread seen no a person with common sense understands that if the pearls are together and they're looking so beautiful it is a thread which is holding them together if the thread is not there even though it's not visible uh, the necklace would lose its beauty is its existence altogether similarly we do not have to see god to accept his existence just by seeing such beautiful phenomena taking place in the world the seasons changing cyclically you sow a seed and a huge tree comes out of it uh and then you saw a seed a beautiful rose comes out of it with such intricate patterns and uh, fragrance three dimensional structure if somebody makes a painting of a rose we cannot believe that it has come by chance if somebody makes a rose out of ragazine nobody says that it has come by chance but the real rose people think has come by chance there's no god behind it there's no creator there's no brain behind it how is that possible to make a painting of a rose which has very little features to make a rose of 
paper or magazine needs a person a brain behind it so why shouldn't there be a supreme brain behind somebody who makes a real rose it's with so many features and you see so much beauty within the creation to make even a, the smallest pin head we need a brain behind it a person behind it and you mean to say people who make such argument there is no god you mean to say that's a whole beautiful creation including you and me and all of us have come into existence without any creator behind it that's absurd so we have to question our own logic so if everything is happening so systematically within the creation seasons changing cyclically there are so many laws laws of gravity laws of reflection and you see the sun rising and sun setting every day so there is so much system present all the planets moving in their orbits they are not changing their orbits there's no collision to put one satellite in space we need so many brains working behind it for many years spending billions of dollars and you mean to say that to put the planets in space which are much much heavier than any satellite there's no brain behind it no there is a supreme brain behind it so just by seeing the beautiful creation we can understand there must be a wonderful creator behind it and who is that krishna is saying he is that personality whether we believe it or not nobody else has made this claim krishna is making brahma is making and then uh, so many saints in the past have claimed this how krishna is that supreme lord and here he is himself revealing everything is resting upon him just like pearls are strung on a thread so like that krishna is going to continue explaining the truth about himself and which is so so blissful to know and out of gratitude we thank him for revealing himself because if he doesn't nobody would know him and if nobody knows him our good fortune will not be created when he comes into our life he brings all types of auspiciousness and he steals away all types of inauspiciousness so this is one of the ways to bring him into our life and this is how we can remember the lord that even though with these eyes we cannot see him physically but now by hearing the knowledge which is explained by him in this chapter when we look around when we see this beautiful creation when we see the sun we, we see beauty we see the planets we can immediately remember oh krishna so we can use this as an impetus to remember krishna while we are busy working in this world and the more we remember him the more our hearts get purified the more our hearts get purified the more we know him and the more we know him the more we become purified the more our love for him develops and the more then we develop the eyes the real eyes to see him and perceive these truths in reality which cannot be perceived at this moment with these eyes or these senses thank you very much hari krishna